Yeah, we know it's been a while. It's been uh, quite a while, I'd say. Almost three months worth of time. We haven't been on the air, but better late than never. Uh, we are here and we are back for each and every one of you out there listening in podcast land. This is Say What with Mike and MJ. Pleasure to be here back with you in the, uh, well, rather, as we round out the month of July. We haven't been on the air since, what, I think the middle of April? So it's been a while. But uh, Mike here with you along with the uh, world famous MJ. How are you tonight? I'm good. It's I will take full blame for <laughs> the three month hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not just you. It, it definitely isn't. Um, there was opportunities, but I was like, I'm so tired. Yeah, Can I mean, that? <laughs> it, it, it coincidentally it did start around you going back to work and uh, you know, getting back into that whole deal because the last time we did a show almost three months ago, you were still talking about, you know, kind of sort of going back to work, but now you're full fledged back into work. Three yeah. months later, how is it? People are fucking crazy. Sounds That's, about right. <laughs> you know, with the pandemic going on and people are just crazy. And it just shows you that Darwinism is very true. So to catch up over the past three months, uh, the last time we did a show together, we were still in the first wave of the pandemic. Um, I, think, I don't know. Life just seemed a lot different back in April. Now that we're here at the end of July, that seemed like a... Uh, a long time ago. A long time ago, yeah. I think it's, you know, we were just came out of quarantine, so everybody was still very cautious of going out didn't really know how to make themselves back into society, you know, taking precautions, you know, following the rules, you know, you had those, you know, one or two people who were just like, this mm -hmm. is fake conspiracy theory to now it's gotten to the point where it's like us against them. The ones who are following the rules and the other ones who are like, fuck this shit. And it's getting aggressive. And now I'm just thinking like, all right, people, just do your part because we just got to act right. It's like work. There's always got to be one person to fuck it up for the rest of us. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, and, and I don't want to talk about everything that's transpired over the past three months. It's just too much to talk about. We'd be here until tomorrow morning. <laughs> but, um, you know, and then not to get political because I hate doing that, but uh, a lot of what's driving this, you know, this, this whole thing is our, our fearless leader. Um, yes. You know, he's filling a lot of folks heads with the wrong thing and, pe yes, and those that buy into him, you know, let's they, inject they ourselves with Lysol. <laughs> Inject it with Lysol, inject yourselves with uh, hand sanitizer, I've read, and, and a ton of other things. It just. Well, I think you have to lead by example. Any good manager knows you have to lead Absolutely. by example. So we both know that. It's just the old tell, and he is not leading by example, but also it's people's well, common sense. Yes, which people on both sides of the equation are lacking in one form or another, I think. Mm -hmm. And. You know, not to say he's not leading by example. He is leading by example. It's just a horrible example. Mm. Uh, you know, he, for the longest, didn't want to wear a mask or or be seen wearing a mask. Recently, he's kind of reneged on that a little bit. But um, this has been going on since February. This is, exactly. This has been going on since the start of the year. I just imagine how much more cases could have been prevented if people would wear a mask. Exactly. And had he set that good example and that yeah. good expectation, but... We all know that's not the case, and we're, we're not going to, you know, get into the whole beat em up argument. That's going on yeah. enough elsewhere. If you want to find your fix of beating up on Cheeto Man, you can find that all over the place. But or, you know, go into the fight, you know, November 2020. Yes, that is your way to, or any everybody's way, everybody's opportunity to stick it to them. Yeah. One way or the other. No matter yeah. which side of the fence you're on, stick it to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but 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 realistically you know catch up the folks all okay, two of so our listeners with how you've been over the past three months. i heard there are seven so I'm, we're gonna put respect to oh, all seven, seven of them. okay all seven of you so shout out to all seven it's you like guys group chat. yeah it's like 
a fun group chat that's not getting annoying yet. Yes. But keyword. For the people that asked when we were coming back, I really appreciate it. You're the reason why I made time to come back because I was like, oh, you made time. want me? Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, there definitely those that was that exciting asked. to and find out. We about you. I was um, like, oh, shit, people care. Yeah. <laughs> um, Surprisingly. Just work going through this merger, which is, I feel like it never ends. There's always fire drills going on. Um, our company has also went to a mask required policy, which technically has always been a thing. They just weren't enforcing it. But now that a lawsuit can happen, that's one of the main reasons why a lot of companies are jumping on the mask are required is because they don't want to get sued. Um, not because they care about their employees, Absolutely. but they don't want to get sued. So. Even with that, you know, you still have customers that come in like, oh, I got to wear a mask when it this starts. So just wear the fucking mask. Just, I don't know. Just, just wear the mask. And, you know, still trying to tell customers to back the fuck up. Give me my personal space. Not even six feet at this point. Just give me my personal space. <laughs> That's but, the hardest part. Uh, hardest part, I think, for a lot of people is that, yes, they know about social distancing, but they don't know how to do it. Just if you can touch me that's too close i feel like if i can and my arms are short so if i can extend my arm out and i can touch you you're way too close to me okay true i mean that's just personal space your arms are no typically your 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 wingspan is your height for the most part no but one arm yeah and even then if i can wingspan that's only five feet so if i'm doing one arm it's like two yeah so Come on now, give me my space. Yeah, you gotta have three of your arms <laughs> yeah. to make it the socially acceptable minimum. But you know, we'll tell customers, please stand behind the dot. They don't do that. Don't lay on the counter. Don't they just don't care. So Yeah, even uh with my line of work where I go into people's houses, I, I had legitimately had one guy, fellow New Yorker. I don't know, you know, what he was thinking, but he's like, bro, you don't need to wear no mask. You, you come in here, let's sit on the couch, you know, let's talk things out. Like, he was just like every other, as if nothing was happening. And then uh, you got Pinomia. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't know what that is. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are some people out there that just, you know, live life as if nothing else is going on. I mean, yes, you do have to take precautions. I, I'm not one who's overly crazy about it but you have to be level-headed like you said use common sense and you know that that will i feel quell or help most of the issues got going on but again no one has common sense as they should Mm -hmm. i don't know what it's going to take i don't know if they have to suffer some kind of personal loss from it or if they have to go through it on the corona for you then (laughs) realize like oh shit this wasn't a joke so just get just get the corona do your part i mean and and this goes back to a conversation we had i think earlier today um you know everyone's wrapped up in their own individualized way of seeing things that they don't want to think about the bigger picture of the collective Mm -hmm. um and 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 it's in a way you can look at it like it's selfish um but at the same time, you know, you don't want to think, okay, you know, just because I don't have anyone who's at risk for this doesn't mean the rest of us don't. Um, you know, you've got older family members to worry about. I've got older family members to worry about. You've got a daughter to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, so that boggles my mind when, you know, I, I see parents just not giving a damn when they've got younger kids literally standing next to them out in public mask free, it it just throws me for a loop. Yeah. And I, I know sometimes, you know, um, some parents have to take their kids with them to the grocery store and a young child, like one or two, my daughter, there ain't no way in hell she's wearing a mask, but I'm fortunate enough to have someone to watch her. And there are times where, you know, they have to take them with you. Just be cautious. That's all. You know, 
again, going back to, you know, my work, uh, I was in a house a few months, uh, a few weeks ago, rather. Um, black mom with her daughter. They're the only two who live at the house. And it was me and the technician. You know, we had both arrived at the same time, both came to the house at the same time. The mom was on her daughter to wear her mask. It was like this cute little pink mask. Daughter yeah. kept wanting to take it off every few minutes. The mom beat the daughter's ass in front of us. That still didn't <laughs> help. So the mother took the daughter upstairs and said, okay, if you don't want to wear your mask, you got to go upstairs while these guys are working down here. Girl was screaming her head off the entire time she was upstairs. So the mother was like, excuse me, let me go up there. Beat her ass again upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and said hey if you want to go down there you got to keep the mask on the girl came down kept her mask on so even if you've got to beat them you know which i was grown up on yeah it works it absolutely works and and <clears throat> people are too soft or too easygoing these days you know if oh if my kid doesn't want to wear a mask you know they can't breathe properly bs BS that you can't breathe properly. Yes, I've got allergies. I can't always breathe properly in one, but you have folks who work on the day-to-day, -day, surgeons, doctors, whatever the case may be, who wear similar or more hardcore masks almost all day, every day, and they don't have an issue with it. So what's your problem? It, but that's just me. People, It's the American way of thinking. It's all about me bump everybody else so that's why we're in last place and that's why we can't get over this thing i don't understand how everybody else has gotten under control and we've gotten banned from everywhere i, I can't even go back to new york if i want to that's what i'm saying like not only are you banned from going to other states now especially if you're a southern state but you know how in the beginning trump was like if you're from one of these seven countries you can't come here now it's the other way around the world is like, like 20 something what, countries that you are... can't come anywhere exactly Canada, Mexico, the Bahamas, all of Europe, you can't go nowhere. So okay. we've gotten banned. So just, we are all on our lonesome. And then you have those folks who are like, oh, we're better off anyway. We don't need to be going to those countries because there's no place like home. No, I would like to go out, please. Yeah, I, I'd like to go, you know, do Somehow. my usual, you know, Labor Day trip back to New York. And that ain't going to happen this year. Shout out to no, you know, no, 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 no. <laughs> Gaete, damn. Shout out to New York, babe. You know who you no, are. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Or Canada, babe. You know, whichever one. I, I haven't been to Canada in... Whew. Last year. You went last year. See, so, yeah, you know better than me. Oh, I do. <laughs> yeah, because you keep mentioning it. I know the stories. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that's what's been going on over the past three months. Catching up, folks, on everything. We're, we're here. We're alive. We've just been busy trying to navigate the second wave of Rona and trying to stay alive. Uh, uh, so far, so good. I just feel somebody's going to come down with it eventually. Like, it's just getting too bad. What do you mean? Like, someone, like, in your family? Like, me or you? No. I don't think... I think we're we're level-headed enough to be careful. Yeah, but we're careful. And even then, I still don't feel like I'm doing enough. Like, hey, I grabbed my cart and forgot to wipe it down. When I always wipe it down, but, you know, just little things like that. But when I got back in the car, I did put on hand sanitizer, but still. So, I mean, okay, better late than never, I guess. You know, but I don't think little things like that really have too much to worry about. Because, look, I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I, I've gone into people's homes many times over the past months. I've touched their doorknobs, opened their doors, things like that. Just small things here or there. And I'm good. I, I, I got the test, what, like two weeks ago, I think, at this point, And negativo. So, you know, I think you can... Not to say you should, but you can get away with small things like that and Not still be that. fine as long as you take care of it after the fact. Like, I would get back to the car, hand sanitizer. Yeah. So. Just 
want to be more precautious. Cause of course. It's getting crazy. Yeah, things are, and it doesn't help that our state is one of, you know, the top <laughs> most wave two affected states. And just the other day, we broke a record. I think we had like 4,700 cases in one day, which for us is a record. Of course, it's not going to touch Florida, which, you know, <laughs> close to 10, 11, 12,000 in one day. So, well, just, this whole this whole corner of the country just needs to be like burnt. Just quarantine for yeah, a whole month. You know, Sit down. some kind of you know missile from space just needs to shoot on this area of the country. One big just... Lysol bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody go outside and spread Lysol. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And if you're a red supporter, you know, go outside with your mouth open. God, that's so nasty. Oh, God. I, I can't imagine trying to huff Lysol. I mean, let's say you you know, you know have the aerosol version. You spray it in a room. You quickly take a breath. That stuff is nasty enough. Yeah. But, but do again. It. Hey, whatever works for you. Just make mm-hmm. just wear a mask when you're out in public in these businesses and these private owned businesses. Yep. I mean, you got companies like Walmart, uh, Home Depot, Publix, all all of these, all of the major phone carriers, everywhere, uh, everyone is requiring this. So just make sure at this point you should own a mask, at least a couple in your car. Oh, absolutely. More than that. You know, and you don't have to wear a mask in the car if you're by yourself. Don't pass out. That's stupid. (laughs) I see people doing that all the time and I want to hit them. I'm like, what are you doing? Are as you soon as I get out the grocery store, I take my mask off. Like I'm in open air and there's no one around me. Mask yeah, Exactly. Hot. It is like 95, 99 degrees in Georgia. So it's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. I'm sweating my balls off if I had balls. Sweating my ovaries off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that reminds me of a uh, video that I saw on social the other day. It was in a restaurant um, I think you had sent it to me. I'm not 100% sure. But it was of these this older couple eating at a table. And I don't know if you've seen the meme where folks wear one mask kind of higher up on their face above their mouth. Mm-hmm. And then they wear a second mask right below their mouth. And then they still eat wearing those two masks at restaurants here and there. Have you seen that? No. At that point, what are you doing? It's, it, they look like one of those ridiculous cartoon characters when they open their mouth to put the food in. It's like the masks just separate. Just, if you're going to do all that, I don't, why go to a restaurant? Just take your food to go. I, it's ridiculous. I got to send you that video. I thought it was you that sent it to me, but if you, apparently not. Because you've already been exposed to everything, whether the person who made your food, the server, the people who are sitting near you. Like, huh? I feel okay. like there's no need to in a, in a food establishment to at least even try to wear a mask. I mean, when you first go in and walking, like for me, when I first go into the restaurant, walking to my table, I wear my mask out of respect for the patrons around me. Okay. Once I get to my table, I take it off because now a lot of restaurants do where the table next to you or behind you is no one is sitting ne- next to you. So you have your safe distance and then your server has on a mask. So I'm just going to go ahead and take it off because I am now, you know, opening myself up to some level of exposure because I decided to go out. True. Very true. Oh, why am I going to sit here and double mask myself? Just put a little hole. Just (laughs) look at this point, if that's what works for you, do you boo. Uh, yeah when i saw that video for the first time i uh i think it was yesterday the day before i I was like really (laughs) it's like they saw a meme somewhere and just decided to run with the meme yeah (sighs) whatever you like spending your money on do you boo yeah just tip your servers well it's like who are you kidding it's not (laughs) you think other people are going to think, oh, they're being really protective wearing two masks while they eat. Yeah, I don't care. You look stupid. No, you look like a total tool bag. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. 
do you, boo? That's the society we live in. Mm. Yeah. Good old America. America. I I don't even. I'm I'm like it's it's kind of entertaining to talk about the pandemic, but at this point, I'm like pandemic talk again. Again. I don't know how drained out you are on it, but I'm like donezo. I'm in that weird space where I'm trying not to freak out because it's there's a lot of cases. But I'm trying to be cautious too because it is getting bad. So I'm in like that in between of I don't want to take it too far, but I don't want to be like not so careful. True. Yeah, it's like I don't want to really hear about it, but at the same time, I kind of need to hear about it. Yeah. Just to know about it. And then if I do get it, I'm like, oh, so that means I get two weeks off from work paid. <laughs> That's like a two week vacation. Hello. Oh my God. So you're asking for it. <laughs> Not really asking for it, just you know, hoping for it. Do I want to be threatened with it? Like I, I, someone else at my location gets it, and oh, we all got to leave work and they got to shut it down. And then you know, I get five days off because I got to wait for my test results. If that was to happen, that's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't want it. I just want the. I just don't want. I just. I'm tired. You want the benefits. I want the benefits of it. Jeez. That's it. Or day off. I mean, you got PTO. Yeah, we're on blackout. Oh. Yeah, our our company decided today we're not gonna be we're not gonna allow PTO for two fucking months. What? Wait, wait, wait! wait. Two months. So that takes you into August twenty second. August twenty. Oh, okay. During the summer. Okay. Uh, Excuse me. That does not state anything in the policy and procedures handbook given to me when i was first hired on so i'm trying to think because I, I i remember when i worked there so you so they have blackout until the 22nd and there's like a week or two free then comes iphone season then more blackout period yes then a couple months of openness and then holiday season then more blackout period and my anniversary date is on the 23rd so everything restarts so just <sighs> i don't envy that Yes, that's why I'm still taking my vacation, and I'm leaving. Big right out. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of that vacay, have you figured out any updated plans with um, the the Rona just being at an all time high? So, we're gonna be those. We are gonna be those people. We're gonna go to Florida. Um, just everything is so cheap. Like we're staying at the Marriott. No like, one's going. Is it the Marriott? It's the Hyatt. The West End, it's one of those really nice hotels, like really, really nice hotels that usually cost $200 a night. We got it for $89 a night hmm. and the tickets are super cheap. So we told ourselves we'll just be very careful, you know, I have those spray Lysol in my bag and I'll have disinfectant wipes. So make sure we're washing our hands. You have to wear a mask. It's going to be hot as hell, but this is our first vacation since the baby our first vacation in three years. So we're going, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was of course. Very precautious, but now we're going and we'll have set appointments that when we get back, we'll get tested for the Rona just to be, you know, extra precautious. Well, of course you gotta be after going to uh, <clears throat> a state like that, you know, you've got to, well, most jobs would at least put you out in their own little quarantine period. Like, okay, you've come back from that place Mm-hmm. you know take take another three days you know yeah i come back on a tuesday and i don't think i go back to work until friday so technically like you know i'll have you know time oh, okay so i will have passed almost um, a week. you know we're we're bringing lysol disinfectant wipes um hand sanitizer we'll have like a, a chunk of masks a chunk of masks well we'll have like our actual fabric masks that we'll have but we'll okay. have like the dis the disposable ones in case anything happens to our fabric masks. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Wash your masks, people. Don't oh, yeah, wear it for like three weeks. No-brainer. Because that's stinky. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's it. I'm done with quarantine talk. Okay, yeah, I was just about to say that about <laughs> wraps it up for this episode of uh, Pandemic Radio. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. No, but uh, we got a couple things we want to talk about. A couple of articles we came across the uh, web earlier today. So we're going to uh, talk about those things and then maybe talk about some other things. Who knows? Because we really don't have really much of anything planned. Mm-mm. It was our preparation. Anyway, I will let you talk about the article you found first. So you can go ahead and open that up and intro that whenever you are ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure some people have seen the articles of like, how to say you got me fucked up in professional lingo, which I feel as a minority woman, you know, first generation college grad slash parents were immigrants. Um, you kind of, you have this little aggressiveness to it, but you can't always be like that in corporate America, right? So you got to let these people know don't fucking try me because just because you see this collar shirt and these flats don't mean it can turn into some Jordans and I'm gonna beat your ass with some hoops on but you have to say it in a way that says you got me fucked up bitch what's up so I found an article because I legit be like googling how do I say this but in a professional way and I use these and it's in my company really it's like one maybe two people at most and they just either don't answer back or you don't get an answer. So my favorite, my favorite one is, um, what is it? Oh shit, I went blank. The <laughs> below, like I sent you an email and you fucking didn't respond. It's been five days. So I'm going to re-forward it to you. I'm not even going to say anything in the email. I'm just going to say, see below. So you know the timestamp that I sent you this email five fucking days ago, you've yet to respond, what's the fucking answer? That's a good one. There's a bunch of them in the article here. And like you said, um, <clears throat> you know, every so often it's necessary to uh, politely, subtly bitch slap someone by email. <clears throat> one of them that I uh, use, and I use on the regular, um, number one is please correct me if I'm wrong. I use yeah. that when I know I'm absolutely right. Because they can't, you know, they can't hit back to me for any reason. And then, let me see here. I, I found it earlier and I said, that one's perfect. Oh, please let me know if I misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Those are two of my favorite email clapbacks to use. The one I found, which is going to be a new favorite, it's going uh, it's says going forward i would prefer that you dot 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 Mm. so saying in the future bitch this is how you shall approach (laughs) me that's really what that says and then i think there's another one here that uh i feel like you should use if you know these folks don't get back to you as soon as possible is re-forwarding that email but um just putting any updates on this yep hey just wanted to circle back on this exactly just, you know, have, have you heard anything? Have you had a chance to look it over? Just, you know, kind of just nudging at them a little bit. Oh, and this one, which I already know who I'm going to use this for when they come oh. out with these ridiculous tactics of, oh, we got to do this. Sir, you're giving me a two-hour deadline. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <clears throat> it's how to, it's what it says and how to use it properly just to manage expectation or in the interest of transparency, real life example, just to manage expectations, the deadline for this presentation is a little tight considering I don't have the required assets yet, which means, bitch, how do you want me to do this project when you haven't given me the fucking tools I need to do this fucking project? So I'm still literally waiting on your bitch ass. Happens all the fucking time. Too often. So you want me to do this? You want me to put up these demos, but I don't even have the fucking phone yet? How, Sway? Wait, they're really pulling that on you guys? Right now. Fill out this chart. How the fuck am I supposed to fill out the chart? I don't even got the fucking phone yet. Did you put up your demos? Have you activated your demos? No, because guess what? I don't have the fucking phone yet. Just, Just a little shit like that. I don't miss that. I'm going to use that. 
You need to, you need to like- uh, to manage expectation. The deadline to put up the demos is a little tight considering I don't have the device yet. You need to have like a little sticky note on your computer with, um, with all of these different phrases on there so you can just cut and paste whenever you need to use them. Yep. I'm going to save the article. You might, you might as well just cut and paste that whole article into a sticky note. But I think, you know, a lot of folks out there are probably going through similar stuff. If they're working from home and their bosses are having unrealistic expectations and there's just a lot of email, email communication, you know, this, this kind of thing I'm pretty sure is happening much more than before the whole work from home uh, thing started. Oh, yeah. Oh, my favorite one um, per our conversation, yes. because I'm a big, I'm big on documentation. If you don't have the receipts, it never happened. Uh, Period. Yeah, Wait. just like any other woman famous for having receipts. No, because some females don't. Mm -mm. Really? Oh, yeah. I always tell people, email me. Because if you don't email me, it never happened. I'm not going to remember our conversation. I have a thousand things on my mind. So when I have a conversation with whoever it is, whether it's one of my employees, my hair ups, whoever, especially when it comes to money, <laughs> per our conversation. <laughs> This is what we discussed. This is what we agreed on. Thank yep. you. Follow will be on do, 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 this date calendar reminder. I was just going to say to you, if you hit him with the calendar reminder, that's powerful. Yep. Always. And that's how I got an extra raise because someone fucked up on giving me my first raise. Had to wait three months. Guess what? It just cost you another raise. Two raises with back pay. Thank you. Run me my coins. <laughs> good, thing, good thing you don't get paid for this show. Yeah. <laughs> Because that would be some that. negotiation as well. Yeah, exactly. That's one less thing for me to worry about. Fifty-one life. of forty-nine percent. <laughs> yeah, fifty-one in my favor. Mm. Look, my name comes first in the title. Just something people come for you. They might come for you, but they stay for me. <laughs> well, going back to your article, uh, a couple of other things in here I thought were perfect. Um, I'm sure a lot of folks have heard this. Uh, like, I think, I think you mentioned this one earlier. Per my last email, um, one of my favorites, again, to reiterate. Mm -hmm. That one's powerful because <clears throat> people have a tendency to open their email, scan an email, but not really comprehend the email. So then mm -hmm. they ask you a stupid question in the reply. And then it's like, no, to reiterate, da-da-da-da-da, I answered this in my previous email, so shut the hell up. Yep. Per my last fucking email. And I don't know about you. It says in the article, kind regards is a nice way of saying F you. I, I don't know. Do you feel the same way about that? Because I, I never have used kind regards. I think just if I want to end it bluntly, I just put like a dash and then my name. Yeah. Ain't no best wishes. Thanks. More thanks. Nothing. Just it's Jew bitch. Yeah. Mm -mm. So if anyone like out there, not, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. This one. Not sure if my email made it to you, as I haven't heard back. <laughs> Meaning, I sent you an email, and yet you send out eight more emails, but yet replied to mine. So I know you want your computer, bitch. I see that is you. low key aggressive as all hell. <laughs> Just and even tonight, I sent out. It wasn't as formal. I sent out a text message to somebody just asking a question, not even asking a question, just triple checking something because it is something completely new. <clears throat> no response. But yet y'all motherfuckers be emailing me at 11 o'clock at night and y'all want a response from me. But I text you That's not how at, it works. at nine o'clock at night, just asking a, a simple question. All you had to say was correct, incorrect. So that's it. You can't say nothing to me. Okay. I see how it is. And uh, for all of our seven listeners out there in podcast land, if any of you have any additional uh, thoughts on this topic, if you've got your own personal phrases that you use, or if you like any of the phrases that we've mentioned, try to be interactive with us at least a little bit. Uh, we've got a Twitter page. We know we're pretty bad at updating it, but you know, you can, if you're on Twitter, our handle is, say what underscore show 
shoot us your favorites. If, you know, it's things we've mentioned, if it's things we haven't mentioned, just, you know, give us a little bit of back and forth. Things yeah, let about me know if you have a good show. one or one that just has a funny story behind it because I love reading shit like that. Yeah, it's just <laughs> amazing just to, because people are creative, a lot more creative than I'm sure I can be or sometimes even you can be and, you know, maybe it's something we've never heard of. So, love that kind of thing. Or just be very blunt in your emails like I was one time. So, are you saying my supervisor lied to me about you knowing? I remember I asked that once. How'd that go? He didn't reply. <laughs> of course. Because he would have, you know, threw somebody under the bus. Uh, and I would have had the receipts for it. Yeah, exactly. You don't <laughs> need that kind of documentation. No, bitch. I'll just call you and tell you. So, <clears throat> let us, and, and, you know, just for folks listening out there, it's been three months since we've done a show, and, you know, kind of got to get back into it, you know, the machine's a little bit on the rusty side, at least I can speak for myself. Uh, it's on and popping. Exactly, so, so pardon <laughs> the uh, rustiness, so to speak, in the show, oh. hopefully we'll be a little bit more high octane uh, come next week, but, you know, you got to dip in your dip your toe in the pool so to speak just to get back into it somehow i really thought you were gonna say dip your stick in the oil because i was thinking of a car yeah that phrase went totally like if we were playing a game of finish the sentence we would have lost because i would have like dip your stick in the oil like fish white (laughs) i wasn't trying to take this in you know any kind of weird direction but you just had to you know take it there Talking about dipsticks and whatnot. What's the end of a car? Speaking of which, um, I was, you know what? Never mind. I was going to make a, a car joke, but uh, I won't. Are you going to talk about my cube? No, I was going to say oh. if, uh, if, if, you know, the reason you're talking about dipsticks and oil and all that is have you taken the uh, new new one for a uh, maintenance yes. movie yet? Yes, she has gotten a oil change the next one's not due for sixteen thousand miles um i'll probably do it after our florida trip gotcha so she good dory is good okay just figured i'd ask <laughs> all right uh so <clears throat> taking it over really quickly to the article i found for um the show tonight and i thought it was kind of interesting because i would have never seen you know, when, when you think of impulse buying or you think of shopping, the commonality is to think, okay, women love to shop. Women love mm-hmm. to buy on impulse. Women love to do this, that, whatever. But it's not always the case. And this caught my eye. This was off of an article from actually about a year ago, but I never heard it mentioned anywhere. Uh, this is off of a CNBC titled, Men Spend More on Impulse Buys Than Women. Yep. They talk about six ways of breaking the habit, but key points of the article say that a new study at the time found that nearly 90% of both men and women sometimes make impulsive purchases. Nearly a quarter of men said that they shelled out more than $100 the last time they made an impulse buy compared to just 16% of women. So that's 25 to 16, that breakdown right there. And then they go into ways of uh, how to curb impulse buying. And I never thought about it. I don't impulse buy on the regular, but when I do, it can be, I would think. It's expensive. Yeah, it can be a bit more pricier than, you know, some of the impulse buys that you ladies may do. You know, for you guys, it may be sometimes clothing or whatever the case may be. But for us guys, you know, it could be, a, you know, gaming system, um, cell phones, you know, whatever. In my case, I'm a techie, so it is, you know, tech-related stuff. Um. But I never thought about that. And this article, when I saw this today, you know, kind of brought that fresh on my mind. You know, and it changed my perspective a little bit. You know, no one's really guilt, you know, oh, no one's free of being, you know, away, being not, I don't know what I want to say. Of having bad spending habits. Yes, that's that's what I meant to say. I don't know why I, I didn't say that. When you told me that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Because just looking at how my husband spends his money versus how I spend it, even like with you, how you spend your money. 
and just looking at the graph, like women will spend between $10 and $50 a lot more than men. So if I see something, I'm like, oh, it's only 10 bucks, you know, 10 bucks is nothing. Just whoop. But I may do those 10 bucks once a week versus like you or Derek, he'll buy himself like some shoes that'll be $80 once. And that'll be like maybe once or twice a year and be like, oh, $80, that's it. I'm not spending no more money <laughs> or a game or you buy fucking phones. Every phone that comes out, you buy it. Not but, every phone. Okay, you buy at least three new phones a year. So that's it. But that's 15 to $2,000 worth of shit versus me who will spend 10 to $15 a week. So it kind of maybe ends up being close in monetary value, but I will never spend a hundred dollars like that just on one item. I would, I would have to research it. I have to find uh, discounts, coupons, something somewhere always has it cheaper. So before I spend that much money to me, $50 or more, before I spend that much money, you best believe I'm going to go see who has it, whether it's eBay, Amazon, anybody has it cheaper or even offer up my buy it used. So. Mm -mm. And maybe too, in Derek's instance, you know, he may splurge on something for you. He don't. <laughs> you just had to put the poor boy out there like that. He splurges on me like, and this is damn like food. Like, Oh, you know, he'll treat me to Starbucks. Like if I'm sleeping in, he'll go get me Starbucks or go get us breakfast because that's stuff I like because that's a sure thing. I don't like you to buy me stuff unless it's something that I really, really want. And even then half the time I fucking changed my mind. Half of the makeup I get, I end up returning because it's something that I didn't want to so just give me a gift card. That's Shoes may not fit. Clothes may not fit. Just give me the gift card. Give me the money and I'll buy it myself. So that's how I am. But it's the little things like a 10-piece lemon pepper. That's, ha <laughs> that's happiness too. That's happiness in a box. Absolutely. <laughs> so it, when he does splurge on himself, it is a big purchase, like a drone. He bought a like $600 drone. Nice. It was a work investment. Okay. What job has come from out of it? I don't know. But you know what? That's none of my business. Because I splurged on myself for also a business investment. <laughs> he may be looking long term. I No, I laugh because he did it for, you know, a business investment. And I also bought me a $500 machine for a business investment. And, you know, they're just kind of sitting there. But it's okay. It's long term. Exactly. But, you know. I, I can spend $10, $20 easily twice a month. Actually, four times. Because I, I just bought myself some makeup because it was on sale. And but I make sure that it's on sale. No, no, no. This is stuff I always use. Like, oh. if I have those things, you know, everybody has, like, those specific things that they consistently use. True. So when it goes on sale, you buy, like, three of them. That was me. Pero, like, $100 shoes? Mm-mm. I would never spend more than $40 on shoes. I mean, a man's got to have a good pair of shoes. I, I get that. You know, I'll sometimes buy a couple of pairs of the same shoe just to have it, you know, when the first pair wears out. Same exact thing. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, as a backup. So I get that, you know, spending money on shoes or, you know, you know I get that clothing. You know, I love to. You know, I have so many different colored shirts, so many different ties. You know, I, I like that kind of thing. I like to dress up whenever, you know, the opportunity presents itself. So I, I get that. And yes, you know, and that goes back to what I was saying at the top of the article. You know, we may not spend as often, but when we do spend it is, it can, it can be a substantial amount of money. Yes. But that's okay. You deserve it. Thank you. It's but nice to hear that. It's nice but to be see, your, your hobby, your splurging on fucking electronics is crazy. Because you, you be know. buying the new Samsung every year. I'm not getting the note. 
Mm. Oh, okay. You're not getting a note this year? Nope. Huh. Saving my money for another phone this year. What? You'll see. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. But yes, whoever cares to, you know, know can hear it here first. I'm not getting the new Samsung Note this year. Mm-mm. Too much money for that bad boy. How much is it? What's the rumor? Uh, rumors are the base model maybe around a thousand eleven hundred. Mm. Yeah. So. No switcheroo. No, I got my eyes on something else. The iPhone twelve. Hell no. Oh. You know me. Don't you dare say the Google Pixel five because. No. Nope. You just give up that phone. That phone sucks. No, I lo- I love my Pixel four, but Pixel five is looking a little underwhelming this year, so I'm not really looking at it. I'm looking at something else. Yeah. yeah so uh as that gets closer to happening i may talk about it a little more okay okay <laughs> but, but to get back to the article really quickly um this is right below the graph uh it says a small occasional splurge is okay but when impulsive purchases turn into mindless spending or when the impulse purchases are big ticket items derailing your financial security it's important to evaluate what's driving that behavior. Now, I can safely say nothing has derailed me of my <laughs> financial security. And um, I, I don't think Derek's ever, you know, not, I don't know, but I don't think he'd be someone to, you know, make purchases like that either. Oh, no. He's very big on saving his money. And, you know, we're trying to That's save right. as much as possible for the house that mm-hmm. we're trying to get. I think if anybody has the bad impulses, me, because that would just be a package waiting. And I'm like, mine, your business. You didn't pay for this. <laughs> so, <Jesus. laughs> but I, you know, the afterpay is the devil. Yes, which is why I don't even look and think about that. I've and I don't even up. need to do afterpay. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm rich, but I'm not saying I'm broke either. No, of I'm, course. I'm well off, but. For some reason, those when you break it down, the payment is only ten dollars and forty two cents every two weeks. You're just like, hmm. So that's your impulsive spending right there. So it's really it's your not afterpay. Ten dollars, you know, that's like a dollar a day. I can do that. It doesn't seem so bad. So that extra, you know, foundation that I wasn't gonna get, I might as well get now because you know it's only ten dollars and forty two cents every two weeks, and that's how it gets me. Whoever came up with Afterpay or Klarna, that you smart as hell. I should have invested in your business because that's how they get you. I mean, it's just financing like anything else. Yeah, but it's, it's broken into four payments, no interest, no none of that. So but you're it not is, paying yeah, Dangerous way to get wrapped up into. Uh, yeah, because you're just like, oh, it's just a small little payment right now. I can do that. And then you just start adding more things to the carts. <laughs> and next thing you know, you're like, oh, I didn't even know I bought this. I've had that happen, and that's sad. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well. You buy shit for, like, I buy shit for Olivia that I don't really think she wants, but I want it for her. Like, the Pua Pig from Moana. I think I hug that thing more than she does. <laughs> I have noticed that. Yeah, you, you love that girl to death, and you just buy so many things for her. She's so fucking spoiled. I don't, but I still do it like on a budget. Like instead of buying her that two hundred dollar kitchen that Coles was selling, I found it on OfferUp for forty dollars. <laughs> gonna write like it has some crayon marks, so she's gonna write on it anyways. You know, it's missing half the pots and pans and everything. Well, they bought her. Her grandparents bought her a pot and pan set. Oh, la di da. Yep, and she has like little spatulas. <laughs> it's cute. That's adorable. And I just and like her tent, the eighty dollar tent that I would have got again at Kohl's, nine dollars to Burlington. So I'd be balling on the budget. Oh, believe me, that's no secret of yours. You're always the one with the coupon, you know. It came in handy a couple weeks ago when we went out for lunch. Free appetizer. Yep. Saved. All thanks to your rando coupon. And technically, it got photoshopped a little bit, but you know. You took out the date, didn't you? I did. I knew it. I knew it. I didn't. That's what happens. Okay, so Derek is, you know, he's 
an animator. He knows how to Photoshop. So when I got the coupon, I was like, <laughs> baby, you want to take this expiration date off? And he was like, yeah. So he took it off. Co-conspirator. So, I mean, you were eating some of the shrimps, weren't you not? <laughs> and then I used it again a couple what? of days ago when me and Tiffany went out to lunch. Mm-mm-mm. She wanted the shrimp, so I was like, I got you. Just And she ended up paying for my meal because her meal technically was free with my coupon. Nice. Right? I just make sure that I don't have the same waitress because I don't want them to remember me and be like, bitch, you already used it. I was going to say, yeah, they're going to remember this big head girl with the coupon. <laughs> I just sent to the person I'm with. That way. They can <laughs> you got to mix it up. Yeah, see? It's okay, they can afford it. I the money that I would have used to pay for that appetizer, I use it to tip. So they just get a bigger tip, which ultimately is better so for the money's them. just redistributed. To the person that to actually matters. The scheming is real, folks. We left a forty dollar tip on a thirty dollar tab. That's like a forty eight percent tip. Wow. So I think she was happy. Well, if you don't want to get caught into the trap of impulse buying, just really quickly, I'm going to break through the uh, six different tips they have here on the CNBC article to help curb that habit. Number one is to keep a spending diary. I mean, to me, I don't think that's necessary because I always look at my you know, bank app to see where the money's going. So that's my kind of way to mentally know and to put in, you know, put eyes on where the spending's going. If I see a lot more negatives than a lot more deposits, yeah, there's a little bit of an issue there. So that's my way of doing it. But some people need to write it. Some people need to have that physical, you know, write on pen with paper and just that, you Mm -hmm. know, for some folks that solidifies it a little bit more. So if that works for you, then have at it. Uh, Number two, institute a waiting period. Ask yourself before every purchase, whether the item is a want or need. Make a rule for yourself that you won't make spur-of-the-moment want purchases beyond a certain amount. Instead, write down or take a picture of the item. Think about it for 24, 48 hours, whatever the case may be. And if you still want it just as much, then go for it. But that can help to cure your wants. If over time that want tends to die down a little bit, that can help your spending right there. It's something you really didn't want in the first place if that want tends to die down a little bit. Uh, Number three, beware of retail tricks. Retail tricks. uh, Some stores are set up to make people spend as much money as possible. Perfect case in point. I used to work at a grocery store. You know, when you're in that checkout line and they have all the little knickknacks while you're waiting to be wrung out, all the little candy, the things for kids, the little toys, the little magazines, whatever the case may be, those are obvious impulse items and they're designed for you to just oh you know what let me grab a couple of uh, Twix or Kit Kats or this little magazine I'm reading Mm -hmm. while I'm waiting to be checked out or like the really nice end cap or like do you know how Walmart be making like footballs out of their their shit for Mm -hmm. football season or the towers yeah that's how they get me I'm like ooh, pretty Or when you go in and you see um, either the Coke or Pepsi display with the tons of um, can boxes built into designs of whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. they're trying to promote. That's another real retail trick right there. So stores are very famous for it. And the way they, you know, build the traffic design in the stores, you know, you're going to be walking past big ticket items on the regular. Yep. So. It's just mind over matter. Like they say, something as simple as eating before you go grocery shopping. Stupid things like that can go a long way. Number four, leaving your plastic at home. Leaving the credit card at home. Can't do it. (laughs) You can't do it. I mean. Because just what happened, like, that to me is, I don't want to say bad advice, but what if something happens? What if an emergency happens and you've got no money on you? I mean, there is that old, you know, thing of having emergency cash on you. Then that money's going to get spent on the things that aren't an emergency. I, I, I think tip number six is really where it's at. All right, Budget we'll for get it. there in a moment. But um, skip number four. <laughs> skip number four because no one agrees with. I mean, 
you know, for me, for instance, a lot of places I go, I pay with phone and it uses the same exact car that they want me to leave at home. So it kind of negates that whole uh, step because I'm, I'm still using the card anyway. I just don't happen to have the card on me. So I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of other folks these days are kind of the same way. Uh, number five, eliminating the urge online. Online retailers have gotten just as good at prompting spending as their brick and mortar counterparts, make it harder for them by unsubscribing from email lists and deleting their apps from your phone. Yep. You say no. I said, yeah, thank you, Facebook, oh. because you'll be researching something and the next thing you know, it's popping up on your Facebook feed. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, everything. Facebook, Instagram, you know, you can have your phone in another room and you can have a conversation with someone about, uh, I don't know what, uh, socks. You go grab your phone half hour later. You start scrolling through Instagram. You're going to see some ads about socks. Yep. So, you know, the apps are listening, your phones are listening. And then that's, and that's just part of, you know, as, as privacy, uh, privacy scary that can be, uh, you know, it kind of comes with the territory. You want to be on social media, you better, you know, be okay with at least having your privacy somewhat invaded. But that's another topic for another time. Oh, I was like, don't get me started because no, first no, of yeah. all. <laughs> that's next week. Okay, I was like, you already got fingerprinted when you were born. Yeah, but oh my God, your fingerprints don't change. We'll we'll get into this topic next week because you ain't that important, sweetheart. The FBI is not looking for you. But do they have the right to listen to your sock conversation? If they are, no, they, they aren't. They don't have the right. But what are me? You gonna do about it, Mike? Nothing, because I don't have time. I'm too fat for this shit. Do what you want to do. Because if I am taking the risk of putting my business out there on social media, then I'm doing half the work for them. Aren't I not? If, I, I mean, if people you, truly more wanted, than half the work, I'd say. I mean, we're literally making profiles for them. They don't have to profile us. And turning on there. our location, and you know, doing GPS, you're doing everything. So, girl, boy, like I just be listening to customers. I'm like, boy, bye. Ain't nobody gonna come for you. You're not even that important. You got. $10 in your bank account and your bill is six months past due. You ain't doing shit. <laughs> well, judging for myself, you know, knowing the things I've said in my past, I'm sure I'm on a couple of lists somewhere. Mm -hmm. So anyway, number six, your favorite uh, one that you were waiting for budgeting, create a spending <laughs> plan that includes yep. a set amount of fun money, a fund that you can use for frivolous purchases, um, and then I guess other funds as well. I don't want to get too much into the step, but uh, you know, if I, I know for a fact that this is something you like to do, you, you like to help people create plans. So yeah. when you do this for somebody, uh, what, you know, what's your first, what's the first thing you tackle with them? So when we're budgeting all your money, first and foremost, we have to look at two things, how much money you're making and how much money are you spending and how and that goes with your bills as well, because your bills comes first. So if you're not making enough money to cover your bills, we got a bigger problem. But if we are making enough money to cover your bills and still leave some play money, then that's where we can kind of deep dive into um, getting your play money, saving some, and also having a healthy foundation for your bills. I like to separate the money. You've got your bill account, your play money account, and your savings account, so three different accounts. I can go into a whole lesson about this, but I'm not because I charge for this. It is only a Starbucks uh, gift card of $10. If you want to send it, I mean, you could have a one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> Just let me know. Just reach out yes. to Mike. He knows you how to get in touch with me. <laughs> you can submit all our requests to, our, again, our Twitter page, Say What underscore show. Literally, it's a $10 gift card to Starbucks. That's how cheap I am. It's the cheapest financial advice you're ever going to get. And it's worked for me for... How long have I, when did I start it? In 2014? So six Only years later, yeah. once I, I only had like a little bit of change in my, I had like 6,000, but once I became a store manager, I like quadrupled, diduppled, didecacon. Remember didecacon? That's the so, question we didn't get our points on because you didn't write the answer I told you to. It was but the that's another. It was didecacon. 
that's not a word. Yes, it is. I will bet. Okay. Ooh, $20. Right Two words that died Decacon is a word. $20. Died. Right. Okay. Spell $20. it for me. Spell it for me. D I D D E C A. Didecacon. Didecacon. <laughs> it means it's 12 because die is two. Deca is 10. 12. Because he okay. was like. So you were on the right track. It's dodecagon. Well, meet in half. Give me 10. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't giving you nothing. It's didecacon. Let me see. I, don't, I think you're lying now. Not much. I typed it in like you said, and then immediately dodecagon came up as a um, suggestion. Decacon. You'll see for yourself. I just typed it into Google. Try to get me. Just because I messed up when we went out to trivia that one time. I'm waiting. Let me. I need to find this because I remember that question because I was. Because you scolded me for like two days on that thing. We could have won. We got other questions wrong. <laughs> okay, so either... Hmm. I want to say that it was dodecahedron. But a dodecagon is a shape with 12 sides and 12 corners. No, I so remember... it's like a very complicated honeycomb. The reason why... I remember this. And I think he might have made it up because I was like, I had broke the word down. Let me see. I'm, I'm waiting to hear her rationale, rationale for this, folks. Saying it was my fault. No, word because. That don't exist. Didecagon or Didecacon. The reason why I was saying that was yes. we sat there, we looked at each other very stupidly, and I was like, Didecacon. I was like, Die is two, Deca is 10. I was like, So that's 12. And you went and put 17. I was like, Where the fuck did you get 17? You know, my hearing's not the best. It was a very <laughs> noisy environment. There were kids around. Whatever, just send me $10 because I was somewhat right. No, I'm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. That I, I'm not trying to frivolously spend tonight. Frivolously <laughs> spend. Okay. Don't you gotta get your mom's phone fixed because she broke it again? I. That ain't <laughs> coming out of my pocket. Oh, you're not gonna pay for your mom's stuff? She says she's gonna pay it herself. Mm. So I'm all right. I ain't judging. I gotta call that store tomorrow. I forgot to do that today. You just not. Anyways, <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> Oh, if you want financial advice, budgets. $10. I got you. But just create a budget. It's real easy. Just got to stick to it. You have your bills money, your play money, and your saving money. And you just got to be realistic with how much play money you need. And just, you know, like for me, Starbucks is my weakness. But I budget my Starbucks into my play money. Oh, really? Yes, I've always. No, I know that. I was like, you were there. <laughs> I know, I was there helping finances. you build it. Well, that was a coming to Jesus on my finances. Yes, it was. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was spending just more money than I needed to. But quarantine just had a lot of people spending a lot of money. It was like scared money. Oh, yeah. People didn't know what to do. So they were buying a lot of things they didn't need because they thought they were going to die. So, yeah. Just a weird time. Just do I did I need it sixty dollars worth of paper towels and bib and you know baby wipes? No. God, no, you but did not. Here we are, and I'm still living off of it. <laughs> well, actually, not the baby wipes because that baby poop. Um, I was just gonna say, I'm sure she used all of it already. All of it, done. If you would like to send any, <laughs> if you'd like to send donations, if you'd like to send um money order, cash, whatever, cash, cash apps. Yeah, cash out, Venmo, Venmo PayPal. Uh, whatever. Actually, my PayPal shut down, but um, yeah, the other ones. Yeah, just uh, hit us up again on our Apple Twitter Pay. page. Apple <laughs> Pay. <laughs> Say what underscore show, and um, I'll forward her the information. 
if anyone's interested in seriously creating a budget because she has legitimately done that for quite a few people I know of. And like she said, she's done it since 2014, which is a few years before we even met each other. So that's, that's a pretty good track record. But nobody follows it. I the sad part. That. You put your time into it. I've you put your energy into it. I've, I've created seen... a, a Microsoft Word document on it, like everything. I was like, bring me your bills. We're going to sit down and we're going to talk about it. And I break it down like three months out. This is exactly how it's supposed to go. And they pay me my Starbucks. And then two weeks later on payday, they just to hell with everything. And I'm like, okay, well, you just want to be broke. Well, I think what it is too is a lot of the folks you create these plans for are young, yeah, younger who don't have that uh, drive to save and to be smart about their money. They're young, they want to spend it, they want to live, they want to do that whole deal, which I get. But at the same time, you know, if you're cognizant of the fact that you need help, you know, you should at least run with it for more than a week or two. You know, because I've seen your spending plans and they look, they're they're solid. They look really well done. So for you to spend that time and invest your time into somebody and then two weeks later, you know, they just discard your plan, you know, just live however. Not only is it disrespectful, but that just goes to show that um, this younger crowd, they don't, they don't care. And then they get, they come back to you saying, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm poor again. Mm-hmm. but that's that's another topic for another time talking about the different generations and and it's not even like it's a huge age gap I know. just a couple of years difference you know they make, you feel old. they make you feel old you're not even all that old yeah i hope we do get like someone that reaches out i'm sorry say that again oh even better the first person to reach out to me gets it for half off. Oh, boom. Five dollars. <laughs> that can still pay for one of your drinks. Oh, yeah. My drinks are not that expensive. Yeah. $3.48. Yeah, with tax. She, she knows it. Yep. I budget it. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, we're going to wrap it up for tonight. Um, like we said, it's been our first show back in almost three months. So, you know, pardon the rust, but... You know, we just got to get back into our uh, groove, the same groove we had right before we left off back in April. But uh, thank you to everyone for listening to this week's edition of the show. It's great to be back. It's great to be with you once again, talking about whatever comes to mind. Um, just to re- kind of recap everything, you can find this show on anchor.fm, our podcast radio network. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So no matter what device you use, there really should be no excuse for you not to be listening to us uh be sure to tell your friends tell your family tell whoever you think may be interested in us to at least try us out give us the guarantee of at least one or two shows preferably if you can go back and listen to show number four that would be the best one to listen to yeah start with that one <laughs> yeah start with the uh start with the last show that we did and then work your way either backward or forward then- however you want to do it <laughs> but just listen to that one first <laughs> So with that said, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, anything you want to say to the folks before we're out of here? I'm back, bitches. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy to be back. And I will try to stay on top of this. No guarantees. Yeah, that's one thing with us. You just <laughs> got to remember, we make no guarantees about anything. So that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. This has been Say What with Mike and MJ. Bye.